WXGLHD2 St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Now, on Drew Garabo Live. Drew Garabo live. So this isn't this doesn't this hit you. Good. In the... This is good. This is okay. Well, I know I know where I know what you want. Now that I have a better idea, there are really only a couple more options. Really, for Bubba Sparks. Uh, if you are just joining us, uh, we got some great news this afternoon uh, regarding the man himself, Drew Garabo. Uh, knew it was a possibility. Wasn't sure if it was going to happen. Um, but the news that we can report is that uh, Drew Garabo will very shortly be resting at home. Uh, he is out of the hospital. I believe today was day 18. Uh, today was day 18 in the hospital after undergoing uh, intensive stem cell chemotherapy. Uh, the man has been fighting his ass off now, and um, it's it's when you're when you're in the midst of it, and I can't even imagine how he feels. But when you're in the midst of it, the days go by and go by, and I can't imagine what those days feel like uh, when you are legitimately fighting for your life. The man uh, is a damn warrior. Uh, he is an inspiration. He has somehow stayed so positive through this entire thing. And uh, to see the video uh, of him ringing the bell, you can find it at his Instagram account, at Drew Garabo. Uh, it should warm your heart. And, and I know Trick said it, and I saw a tweet that said the same thing. See, now this is one of those instances where it really could go sideways. Oh, my God, I know. Because in honor of Drew Garabo and in honor of Drew Garabo ringing the bell, and getting out of the hospital today. Uh, you know, there's kind of one thing that's synonymous with Drew Garabo Live and, and this thing that Drew uh, has been doing for quite some time on this show, normally on a Friday. But I think that in general, um, the conk conk is, is to be a celebration and a celebration of life. And we do that on, on Fridays because we're headed into the weekend and it's light and it's fun. Um, but I think today... I think today is a day where at 5:11 on a Wednesday that the conk deserves to be honked, uh, and just know that no matter what comes out of this conk, when I put my lips to it, uh, it is all love, uh, it is all hope, and uh, it is all for the man himself, Drew Garabo, uh, who who is finally going to his own home uh, and will be spending the night in his own bed tonight. Who just rang the bell, and um, we love you, buddy. I'm so excited to witness this. This is scary. Drew, I'm sure, is listening in his car right now, and I am sure 
He is so proud of what you just did. And I'm just going to keep talking for a second because I know you need a second. That was. I didn't realize you don't like. I've never seen it happen mm-hmm. in person, right? Oh, he gets he gets in the zone. He didn't look. You must pick your spot like I do when there's balancing <sighs> required in a workout. So you don't. I, I don't know. Pick your spot. You stare at it. You didn't even blink. <sighs> that you. went too. Like I don't know. I was on Instagram and it like it had to go to the next one because so you're going. At least fifteen. Seconds. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know where that Man. will stand in the history books as far as Hong Kongs that I've ever done. Um, but I, I do. I do have to say uh, that I feel like I harnessed uh, that Drew Garabo power uh, when I did that. That that felt. Like the best I've ever done. You're whether, emotional whether, whether, yeah, today. whether it, uh, whether it was or not, uh, it surely felt like it. And uh, great job. Well, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, and um, thank you to, to to everybody. And and you know, <sighs> I feel like I need to play a rockabye song for a second. Oh, it's, everything's okay. Just like to just turn it on. We sometimes. had to like go to break right as soon as we played that because yeah. I wasn't making eye contact <laughs> yeah. with anybody. No, they told me. As soon as we went to commercials, that I apparently look like the crying emoji yeah. that Snapchat does. Well, you you are so passionate about the uh, the the Snapchat filter. Oh, I love it. Uh, that that it's interesting that when you cry, you somehow have that same exact look. It's like your eyes get red, your nose gets red. It's a, uh, it doesn't matter if the it doesn't matter if the tears even make their way out of my eyes. If it's if it's a thought. Yeah, my nose just turns red. So funny that, and I mean, not I don't like to draw lines across uh, genders and say that women are you know should cry more. But considering you're such an anti crier with everybody else, it's surprising that you're such an easy. Oh, cry. I'm a very, and I'm but I'm a very um, apathetic crier, right? I don't cry because I'm not getting my way. I cry because I I feel empathy. Right? Yes, someone. I'm not I saying you're wrong. Someone, I'm just saying. If I'm very oh. If there was a four churn, four chair turn on the voice, and if that, let me tell you the the peak. Did she just say the the? She just say the four, four chair, chair turn, turn on, the, on voice, the voice is enough. Let me to, tell you. Let that, me let me tell make, you the pinnacle. That's four chair turn on the voice. If and I've seen it happen at least once before, maybe more than once. If the contestant auditioning has auditioned previously and had zero chairs turned, but, and now all of a sudden the redemption round, everyone's on board. Don't even look at me. That that um, it that that I that actually explain. kind of downgrades every other cry. Yeah. Like I don't want to say that, and I, and I know no, that I what understand. we're talking about now. That's a this is a high level. This is the time. This is the time you cry. I understand. But I'm, but I'm but your you, cries now have lost all value. Yes. If you're telling me on a four chair turn, do your kids make fun of you? Are they worried about you when they look over at mommy on the couch and she's just a mess? They give me certain books to read to them because they know it will make me cry. Huh. They they like they like it when mommy they cries. Think it's funny. They give me certain books to read. I love you. Uh, oh, she's I love about you to cry. Forever. She's about to cry. No, no, no. I, was thinking, I was trying to think of the exact title. I love you forever is one of them. The Giving Tree is another one. Because yeah. a tree goes down to nothing and then you ever, um, you ever, oh, re- oh my god, you ever, we, you ever read, um, um, hold on, what's it called? Um, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very, very bad, bad Day. No. Oh, that's a good one. That was a, that was. Will it a make hot, me cry? That, no, 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 no. I'm j- I've, I've pivoted away from you crying. No, I'm just thinking hey, about. I'm, I'm just thinking about child children's books that were popular in our home. Haven't you, read that one. Any Bernstein Bears? Not yet. What the hell? Well, you've missed your window. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't need Bernstein Bears. Well, it's 2022. I don't need them anymore. Well, we've. I think we've established that the modern day is not necessarily where it's at. You give a mouse a cookie. That is my jam. <laughs> well, it's not. Well. I, I grew up, and I still have it, 
if you give a moose a muffin. I've not read that version. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The moose. I have to I imagine don't know. Who came first? The same path. Did the mouse come first? Probably the moose. I, think, I mean, if you have it, it's probably I the think, moose. I think. Well, we're the same age, so don't don't. No, no. Don't but be I'm saying my kids have it. I don't have it. My kids. Yeah, have it. I think the moose was OG. That is legit. That's the staple. If you give a moose a muffin, and if you're not familiar with the with the you know, if you give a moose a muffin, he's gonna want some jelly to go with it, and then you know he jelly's uh, gonna make him need a napkin. Yeah, a napkin, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Gonna yeah. want to clean the floor up. If he cleans yep. the floor up. He's gonna want to have friends over. His friends are gonna bring illegal substances, and they're like, "Stop. Oh, we should go do home." A, I'm trying to. Oh, there's also oh there, oh there's a whole. You don't know about any of these? I've none of this. It, there's a whole line of them, which I, I don't there's know. There's no illegal substance. Uh, if you give a mouse a cookie, if you give a moose a muffin. If you give a pig a pancake, if you give a dog a donut, if you give a cat a cupcake. We did this version for, well, I say we. Uh, my sister-in-law did this for one of our the classes that our kids are in for the teacher. So if you give a teacher a cookie, and then it's all these gift cards to these different places. Oh, wow, that huh. sounds nice. Let me see if this is actually going to cut us off a piece. If you give a moose a muffin by Laura Joffe Numeroff. Illustrated by Felicia. All gone, he'll ask you to make more. But once you make all the muffins, yeah. This is riveting. You'll have to go to the store to get some muffin mix. Okay, I get the, you get the idea. The, muff, the, the moose has a lot of things going on, and he's, oh, he, see, he needs a lot of things. Oh, see, it's very specific because the, the mouse, it's like, oh, he has a cookie, and now he needs this. But then why does he have tweezers to pluck out his hair on his head? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... I feel like the moose has a predictable path. Mouse is a little well. I don't know. You don't know the mo- you don't know the moose path. I don't path. So I mean, until you do know the moose's path, let's just. Let's I mean, just they're say. going to the grocery store for ingredients. That yeah. sounds like a pretty defined path yeah. to me. Um, based on everything that's going on, it feels like nothing has any weight right now as far as things to discuss or or what to do. Um, so that'll just that's all that's all I really have. I was going to talk talk to you about the um, about the forced monkey labor. Oh, you can. Yeah, let's. I mean, it sounds not like an okay thing. Well, let me let me do this. Let me do this. Let me throw out what we actually had scheduled for. It's okay. It's not okay. And then we'll talk about forced monkey labor. And if people want to talk about the first thing, then we'll do it. And what is the largest trial ever done of its kind? Uh, It's going on over in the UK. uh, Over seventy companies. Uh, they're ranging from companies that deal in financial services to a fish and chip restaurant. Uh, will be allowing all of their employees to go down to a four-day work week. There is a global initiative um, that it features different universities, Cambridge University, Oxford, Oxford University, Boston College, all of these studies and this global uh, effort to ultimately try and get everybody on board with a four-day work week. You don't get paid any less. You get paid for 40 hours, but you only work 32. I would love to hear from bosses. I would love to hear from employees. I would love to hear from business owners. Okay or not okay to venture into the world of a four-day work week. I feel like I can't wrap my head around it because I do believe we would be the people that this does not apply for. Yeah. Like if I was somebody who had a normal job where it could work, but you know, there were the other, uh, there were the other, we, we kind of went down a weird path earlier this week. Um, when talking about days off and when to take days off and Corey hasn't uh, made it to a family's birthday uh, in over 15 years and all of those things. So I, I say just just from the perspective of 
of giving people more time to be with their families and do the things that actually, when we think long and hard about it, matter. Uh, I think we've got to get back to that more. So I would say the idea uh, idea of a four day work week is is okay. In you're my book. still getting paid for the forty hours. Yeah, but you're only yeah. working thirty. See, I think that's not okay. Really, I don't think that's okay. They they've done studies where when people like because there's been other countries and other other companies that have done this. The production or their the productivity goes up. So you just don't have a pro. You have a problem with what people getting money that they didn't work for. Yeah. Yeah, what? I guess, me, and that might just be like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Because we got red, red Danielle over here. No, it hits it hits close to home in my house. My husband owns his business. I know how much he's paying right now. I know how hard it is for him, even with the amount that he's paying, to get people. Not only to come to work, but like if they come to work one day, they just go to lunch and they don't come back. Yeah, yeah. So that's like for me, it's it's hard because that's affecting that. It, that's that's like yeah, and that is that is part of it. It, it. It's one thing to have this conversation in good times, in normal times. Maybe if we're having this conversation in 2018, 2017, things look a little different. It is it is odd now when we talk about it at length regularly about the staffing crisis and a lot of certain types of places, if not just generally all places. And when you're living in a world where you can't get people to work in the first place, maybe but but maybe maybe look at it from the other side maybe something like this brings people back to the workforce when they when they're feeling underappreciated yeah. and overworked and that's true and i don't have a problem with a 4 day work week but i just i think you should just be paid for the hours that you work i don't know why every single week an employer cuz then you got to look at a small business how is a small business making any extra money for every single one employee that they have that's working a less day they've got to come out of pocket for that You're right well and you are right and i will tell you the one part that i don't understand and it doesn't seem to be spelled out here if you're a business that isn't open so so you let all your people work a four-day work week but you are a business that thrives on people being there so how can you pay the people for a full week if you if your business wasn't even open on that fifth day you know what i'm saying you would just stagger them though right because you would need to be open is it would that make what you're sense, saying? yeah yeah that maybe that that makes the most you sense. just have to stagger them but what i think is if you have people giving them the four days if they still need to make money, and I get that argument too, but that opens up your time to have your side hustle, something that fills you up, that you can make money on, that you're passionate about doing, that's not your corporate job. But I think when you work a job, you should be paid for the job that you're doing, I guess. But that's, and, and, I, and I'm sure I every place that, is and different. We work more, we work radio. Well, yeah, and, that is, I mean, and you could really look at that, me and go, shut up. Daniel. Well, that's, that. this is, this is the, I mean, they, the other ones are out there, but, but this is the industry where, working for less than you're probably worth. I mean, when when you're coming up in radio and you try to explain to people, other people that work normal jobs, like what is going on, their heads explode. Like they, there's not, in, in so many places, and I'm jealous at times, although I could never do the job of, of something like where my wife, where you do this, this, and this, and this, you're getting a raise. You do this, 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 and this, you're up for a promotion. You do this, this, and this, and this, and you're there that long, the answers are there. Those are never going to be here but in this market. I guess on the flip side, and here's what I always go to, you talk to those same people and they're like, what's that? You go into work from two until, and, and we do work like behind the scenes yeah. at home. But, yeah, I mean, we come in the building and we're not here no, but as long as a typical person at their job. And right now, I, I don't feel I'm not in a position where I really want to bitch about, you know, my specific situation. But I think there is that 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 level 
that net next notch where it's it, it gets to be a little more questionable because if you can't live if you're not if you don't if you're not making oh, yes. enough to live then then it doesn't really matter i agree people need to make enough money to live obviously and then maybe they could opt in or out of the 4 day week and if you have the again if you have that third day off then you can use that maybe you sell stuff on etsy or maybe you do some sort of like online social media marketing thing and that's how you make your extra money. But it's something that you want to do where you feel like more control of your yeah. rules, your life, your finances. But I think you should get paid for the hours you work. So and not to make it a not to make it a deep philosophical thing, but but answer me this question. Do you believe that the United States currently puts more emphasis and puts more stock into working than it does family life and, and oh, non-work 100%. life. Yeah. And, and I was actually listening the other day when you guys were talking about all this and, and the comparison was made to in Europe, you go on vacation and you're on yeah. vacation and here it's like, I'm gone. I'm having my spleen removed. It exploded last night. But if you need to zoom me from my hospital bed or you need to text me or call me or I'm just available to you all the time. Yeah. I was thinking about that today because I was feeling, and you know, like not sleeping last night, whatever, but I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling so tired and I'm going and I'm making sure I have my phone next to me in case someone needs me. Like when I'm at home with my child, I'm like, man, this didn't always used to be this way. I didn't always feel like people, people didn't always have to be this connected. Yeah. Well that, I mean that, I think some of that comes along with, with the, with the cell phone world. I mean, I mean, there was a time that we lived through where if you didn't have, you know, if somebody wasn't home or near their house phone, you getting a hold of them was not a thing. Now with, with the cell phone, it, there is a general acceptance that you should be able to be reached at any moment. And we are that very strange generation who grew up a hundred percent without these, but we are we have access to these in a time where we also can be masters of them. We're not you know, we're not old and we're not going to not learn about the technology. We're going to master this. But we I think very much a lot of us miss just the, a little bit of the simplicity yeah, that came. Yeah. And I, and I think and, and you're right. We're the, we're the last ones that will truly know that because we got to see it both ways. You know, our 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 I guess our parents, you know, they did in a way, too, but they lived through more of the. Of the uh, you know the days without technology, and then it kind of seeped in later. With us, we were you know I remember having my next tell that if it was even spotted in high school, it would be gone forever because it was a rare thing that it, even you kids had them then. Now I can't even envision what a school looks like with trying to navigate the waters of every kid having a cell phone and 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 everything that comes along with that as well. So there's a, there's a lot about it. I just think um I just think that that whatever it is in your life. Whatever that may be, whether it's your family, whether it's passions you have, what those things should should hold serious weight. And I know so many people where they just don't, you know, they, 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 they look at their career and what they have to do. And it's like everything else can wait. And I've always had a little bit of this in me. Um, but what's going on with Drew has really brought it home where. Let's face the facts, and I hate to boil it down to something so sad. Everything that Drew thought he wanted to do this year, he doesn't. He can't do it. He won't get the chance to do it, and and he didn't ever know that. And you know, nobody knew that was a possibility. And it's one thing to say it, and you don't, you don't take a day for granted. And tomorrow's not promised, and it's all just kind of cliche things that you see. But when you see it play out so close to home, you you literally go, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't. We do nothing. Nothing 
is promised. And if there is something you want to do with your family, with your wife, with your dog, whatever, do it today because that's that's the only damn thing we've got. And I feel like if there was ever a chance for the vast majority of the human race to who wants to be on that page to be on that page, COVID made that happen. I yeah. feel like it put us all in this jar and just shook it and then yeah. threw, and then just tossed everything out of the jar and you land where you yeah. land. Like things that our family explores now that we never would have. We have kayaks. We have a kid. Like those are things that would never have even been discussed. And they are quite literally my favorite moments yeah. in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. And, and, think, and it is. And we don't talk about that enough. And, we, and I don't know. I don't know that it's what's happened at all. But. It almost makes me feel better to think when you say, oh, there's nobody working here. There's nobody there. Was there just this grand awakening where people said, I don't want to be miserable anymore. I don't want to work for $8 an hour at the BK where they treat me like garbage and and barely know my name. I I want to, and I I don't know how you make it, but I'm open to there was this grand awakening of people going, I got other stuff in my life that I want to worry about, and I don't want to be treated like garbage for nothing anymore. It's just such a weird world that we're living in because you have all these people that feel that way and then you have these i think there is a segment of people who see it as an opportunity and an advantage yeah and so then there's those people but then meanwhile nothing is getting cheaper things are getting monumentally more expensive and you talk about you know the different situation that we're in like we kind of exist like we don't when inflation goes up by almost 10 percent, that doesn't affect you or my no, Nothing and there's a lot of people like that. Like maybe there's some businesses and some places where where employers take that into account. But I mean, I, I don't think anyone's voluntarily taking that into. No, account. No, no, they're not I saying. Oh, look, let's look here. Uh, everybody's getting a ten percent raise. Right, and it's, it's it's just such a weird world we're in right now because all the things are pointing to everything's about to just. Yeah. But then the prices and everything just continues to rise and people just and I don't know if that's like partially part of me thinks it's part of that social media lifestyle where you have these influencers and these people who just want to make you think the hole up in the one presentable corner of their house with all their stuff. But then they live this like deprived shack life because they all they do is acquire stuff to make it look like they have things. I don't I'm I'm baffled by it. It's a. uh... It's a, when, I, I always say this, and, and I really mean it. I will be very curious one day, two generations down the road from now, like what the kids will read in the history books about this period of time. I mean, and take it all. Take, take everything from the political side of it through COVID and through what happened last summer and what's happening right now. It's like it, we're living it. I mean, it's, it, and, and obviously we don't have it as bad as, uh, as, as, as certain people did many, many years ago. But I, I do think it will be a time that will be talked about forever for just how insane it is. And we have so much access to knowing about how bad it all is. You That's know? true. Like- well, and, and I think people make their bucks, and, and that, is a, that is an element of it as well. Never more have we had uh, you know, the doom and gloom shoved down our throat than right now. And it's there. You don't have to look super far to find it. Uh, but there's also people you know, making, some, making some money off of making sure that it's there and, and making sure that it's prevalent. Uh, 727 Seven five seven nine one zero two five one eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Hey, Lynn, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. What's going on? Hey, I was calling about the four-day work week. Yeah, I think they're okay. What? What now? Now, what are your what are your thoughts? What kind of work do you do? If you don't mind me asking, I work at, at a fulfillment center for Amazon, and that's 
all they do is four ten hour work week. Oh, oh, so you so do it's the ten hour days though. Yeah, yeah, you do the uh, ten hour day. Do you like that? Just because you get the bonus days, do the long days ever get to you? Yeah, I thought I was going to hate them. I did customer service over the phone at home, and I would do like eight to nine hour days at home five days a week. And I thought, oh, this is so much better than having to be here an extra hour. But now that I do the four 10-hour days, it's I just go to work on my work day, and then I have the three days off to myself. Man, that's another thing. The, what the uh, the three days off or the the ability to just be off the yeah. ability to like when you leave your job well, that that is nice oh yeah that'd be nice having yeah. a job where it's just your job exists at work and then yeah. you go home but I don't know of I don't I don't I don't know what are, what are your favorite parts Lynn like what would you say are the benefits in your life of having that that four day work week is it family is it is it just stuff that you're passionate about you get to do now. Yeah, it's just the three days, and I have, like, I'm off today, but I'm usually off, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. So, like, I have the two days during the week that I can just get stuff done, and then I have Saturday to just blow off. I'm 22, so I just oh. go do whatever 22-year-olds are doing on a Saturday. What is that? What, what is what is that? Do you go, you go find a, a well-hung man out at a club in downtown St. Pete and Hold have on. him take you back to your place and... Uh, Manhandle you? I was just gonna guess that you might go to like a selfie studio. Oh, like they have those now. Well, yeah. No, what? I'm married. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm married. Okay. Yeah, what? I'm already married. Oh, 22. Yeah, no, I go down to. I get to go down and I get to do like the tailgate parties as like Starkman's Wharf with like my younger. And, well, that's fun. And we all go down there on like a Saturday if there's a game day. Nice, nice, nice. I mean, not not quite as exciting as the the scenario I created in my mind, and not quite as as boring as the one that Danielle created. So. I'm not saying that's what I want to do. I'm just trying to get Yeah, that's what 22-year-olds do. Uh, Lynn, thank you so much for the call. I hope uh, I hope you have a good one. Thank you for the insight. No problem. Bye-bye. Selfie studio? Yeah, they have it, That's what you think 22-year-olds are doing? Oh, I yeah. Do. I do think that's what they're doing. They're like, opening everywhere. I, they just of... opened in Wesley Chapel. What is it called? The, cra- the crate? Park. Some yeah, crate. it's like a crate container area where it's all in the containers, and you and go in there and it's just different backdrops, like yep. green, like, like greenery and all sorts of like stuff. You are living your best life. There are Yolo some places in the mall the that are like that, where it's it, it's called the selfie corner, and you it's just set up to where if if you want to make it look like you're you know living this grandiose life, life, come on in here and and snap some photos. When they build places now, John, they they tell you. And I've talked to like people in marketing. They tell you to make Instagrammable locations. Yeah. If you're building a new place, yeah, I get that. I get that. Make sure oh, it yeah. frames upright. Like you've yeah. Like well, they, it's one thing to have a location that's Instagrammable. It's another thing when your place is to be Instagrammable. And they're, they're <laughs> like, it's like popping hey, up everywhere. And then do you tag yourself? Because or yeah. would you not? Because then people would know you're just in a hole that's made for Instagramming. It's so weird. It is very weird. Uh, let's step aside.